Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The word of the Lord that engages our minds on this, the third Sunday of Easter, is the gospel of St. Luke that is appointed and has been read. Let us pray. Lord God, Heavenly Father, pour out your Spirit upon us, open our hearts, open our minds, open our eyes, open our lips, that we may proclaim your faithfulness, that we may proclaim you are risen to those around us. Hear us now and open our hearts as we meditate on your holy word. In the name of Christ, we pray. Amen. Dearly beloved in Christ, on the evening of the very first Easter, we find these two disciples who are walking the seven-mile journey to Emmaus. They knew about Jesus. They heard what happened to him on Friday evening, and they felt discouraged. But after a long walk with an unknown person, everything changed. Unexpected walking guest turns into unplanned, unplanned house guest that now turns to host of the meal. Bread served Wine poured, and now they look at Jesus. Jesus lifts hands up to the sky, speaks to his Father a blessing and a prayer. Bread is broken, and Jesus is revealed. I'm not sure if you've got that clip. We're going to ask Corey to put that clip on. This is one of my favorite um, Easter Revelation stories. Christ risen and appearing before Now these disciples on the road to Emmaus, this is the supper at Emmaus, Caravaggio's rendition. And the painting shows the moment when at supper, that evening, Jesus reveals himself to the disciples in the breaking of bread. It is the manner in which he blesses the supper that suddenly unveils to them that this is their dead master. Come back to them. Their astonishment is breathtakingly portrayed while the innkeeper looks on, baffled, uncomprehending, perhaps wondering who's going to pay the check. Man, that bombed just as bad as it did at King of Kings this morning. (laughs) Moving on. The way this artist paints the full reality of human existence, of his time, the full spectrum, really of real life, the painter's use of light and dark, the portrait of Christ in a sense unspiritual, a youth with plump, pointed face, loose locks of hair, unbearded, undramatic. He appears, as stated in Mark's gospel, in another likeness. The unpretentious face allows the drama to be inherent in the event. It may be hard to see, but there is also a basket of fruit balanced on the edge of the table. And that spells out the significance of Christ's appearance. Nothing is left of our earthly securities if death 
has lost its absoluteness. And the painter tells this story through every element in the work, including light and shadow. From Jesus, the light spreads outward. That basket of fruit, subtly past its best, is teetering on the table. It comes into our space. It insists on our attention and our rightful admiration. The pomegranate that's in that basket of fruit symbolizes the crown of thorns. And the apples and the figs, man's original sin. The grapes signify the Eucharistic wine, symbolic of the blood of Christ. The disciple on the right, you may be able to tell, he wears a shell on his badge, on his uh, shoulder. It's a sign and a badge of a pilgrim. And he's the one who makes the more dramatic gesture as he recognizes Jesus. His outstretched arms echo the crucifixion and one dramatically foreshortened arm appears to stretch right out of the picture toward you and I. This contrasts with equally sudden but more contained reaction of the other disciple on the left. His tattered elbow seems to protrude from the picture. This is the moment. Their eyes are opened. The conversation on the road now made all sense. And remember this, as you gaze, what you know as you sit here this day, they did not until that moment. This is our moment as well, even though we know it. It is. There is room for us, we could say, in this canvas. He is alive. This is our teaching. This is our core. Scripture comes full circle. Jesus Christ is God's promise now fulfilled. We are reconciled to God once again, like before the fall. How do you picture hope? How do you paint urgency? These two left that table as maybe you have left this table with broken hearts healed, with shattered dreams pieced back together. You can imagine the scene when Cleopas bursts back into the room back in Jerusalem to tell the eleven what happened. A seven-mile journey again and they didn't dawdle. They are radically different people. You are radically different people. Their steps lighter. Each moment is not a burden. There are tears of joy and they're eager to get back to their brothers. This is the moment of joy. They burst in. Guys, we missed it. I don't know how we missed it, but it was there all along. Jesus. I'm talking about Jesus. It has always been about Jesus, all of it. What we took for shame was for glory. 
our future that was so unsure is clear. The descendant of Eve, that is Jesus. The Passover lamb, that is Jesus. The temple, that is Jesus. Because he told me, give me a second to catch my breath, a king like David, that is Jesus. A prophet coming back from the depths like Jonah, that is Jesus. Because he told me, he showed me from scriptures, the same scriptures that you read. He is alive. We spent the day together and he showed us how every person, every office, every milestone, every institution, all the promises of scripture point to Jesus. What a day for Cleopas and his friend to discover that all the promises of Scripture point to Jesus. What a day again for us to discover again all the Scripture points to Jesus. This is our moment. As he speaks about his suffering and is now before them, what a mystery before us is now something that you can hold in your hand, something that you can taste with your mouth and tongue. The moment is for us too. Christ our Lord is alive and has paid for our sins. We are forgiven, baptized, children of God. It is my hope and prayer that as we look from time to time perhaps at this painting, as we ponder this scene in the Gospel of St. Luke and the entirety of the Gospel, that though we may not always understand everything now, one day all will see clearly and remember how hearts burned within. With this news, we can't help ourselves to tell. The news is not just to be contained in the four walls of this building, but as you come and hear the word of God and are strengthened and are fed with the word of God, with the same eagerness you rise like Cleopas and the other disciple bursting out of these doors to proclaim all of Scripture. Christ is risen. It is my hope and prayer that others would hear Jesus speak through the scriptures and that you and all would know him in the breaking of bread, that when you leave this table, you would go with a holy purpose, that you would be ready to offer yourselves as broken bread to this hungry world that needs to know who the Christ is. May the promises of God so clearly and fully equip you to proclaim and to confess naturally, easily, as Cleopas and his companion did. That you would go with the word of praise ready to burst from your lips the words, Alleluia, Christ is risen.
Amen. And may the peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in Christ our Lord and Savior. Amen. Hi, Pastor Sai here. I hope this message was encouraging for you. At Riverbend Lutheran Church, our goal is to support Christians in their daily walk with God and in proclaiming the love of Christ to a lost and broken world. We're a small and inviting congregation welcoming any and all who are sinful, hurting, seeking, or simply broken. Whether you're already a Christian and are looking for a church home or you're undecided about your faith and looking for answers, you are welcome here. We have a number of programs for all ages and walks of life. Sunday mornings we have worship followed by educational programs for all ages. Please join us. For more information, you can visit us online at www.riverbendlutheran.com, call us at 780-430-7382, or email me at pastor at riverbendlutheran.com. Better yet, stop in for a visit. Until then, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord look upon you with his favor and grant you his peace.